Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. Well, that's where she is. I'm in an undisclosed location. Is Texas Football Today a show on the internet? My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there in the beautiful palatial, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Studios in crime-free Louisville, Texas. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Are you the and you're the only person in not just the studio. I know you're the only person in the studio. No. I guess. I don't know if you're what? No. I literally walk in this morning and I hear Adam, our boss, go, Why did you hear the door open again? Why is everyone here? And I walk in and I'm like, I have to be here. There's like four other people he's, here. He's the one who shuttered the office. I know. I couldn't believe it. This, I will say, there have been two other days since we've all been kicked out that just like one other person is here, like grabbing something or mailing something out. But yeah, I walk in today and everyone's in here and I'm like, go away. I have to be here. <laughs> you need to go home. You do not have to Ridiculous. be here. <laughs> No, you don't have to be here. This is the only way that this works is that if you're here. Mm-hmm. But God, I just ran inside ridiculous. the studio and closed the door with my mask on. Get away, people. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, hi. Today is Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. Two days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1073, 1073, the Your Vitor Alba episode. Um, okay, on today's show... We're going to announce the um, Dairy Max. Or we're going to announce the uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. Uh, we will announce the. We will. Uh, we also announce the Dairy Max Bill Five Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. And then, back half of the program, or really kind of scattered throughout the program, we're going to hear from two winning playoff head coaches from this week. We're going to hear from Corpus Christi Miller coach Justin Evans. Uh, Matt Stuff caught up with him after their big win over Land Passes. We'll also hear from Sealy coach Shane Mobley coming up here at the back half of the program. So stay with us. This is going to be a fun show. Do we first force through the door? We sure do. It was uh, Nicholas Morton who said hello from Hutto. Go Hippos. Um, Shout out Hippos. Ed McElroy, Alan Shepard, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. Um... So I, I I heard this the other day. 
because my wife was watching the Today Show because she's home this week. Um, and apparently, so I think I've mentioned this. My wife loves parades. Like she I loves the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Me too. Wow, your eyes lit up. It's my favorite. <laughs> she loved. I'm. I'm. I'm meh. It's. It's now. Look to be clear. I want to be very clear. Obviously, Thanksgiving guy here, right? So I celebrate all aspects of Thanksgiving. So I'm not here to tell you that the Thanksgiving Day Parade is trash. It's not. It's obviously the best parade of the year, mm-hmm. right? By far. Uh, and and. And but for me, it serves the purpose of being the thing that's on before football's on. That's where that's the the spot that it holds in my heart. Did you hear what they're going to do this year? No, actually, I haven't. I didn't even think about that. Right. So uh, it's basically made entirely for TV. There will not be crowds. Obviously, I think that probably goes without saying. There won't be crowds laying in the streets. Assuming like very that. smart. Sad. They smart. are going to be. They're going to have the balloons and all that fun stuff. But the balloons are going to be, like, tied to cars, which Whoa. makes me think, why haven't you always been doing that? Yeah. You know? Like, I, I know that there's I mean, a whole thing about balloon walkers, but... Yeah, I think that's just cool. It's a cool way to get people involved in the parade. Also, like, yeah. you're going to have... Like, you can't have, like, a little smart car out there running those things around, like... You're gonna need some trucks or something, because those are. You need some trucks. You need some yeah. trucks. That's why, I like, a, that's why, I like a like a Texas parade would have no problem with this. We'd be like, yeah, uh, okay, you know got my F two fifty, we're good. Yeah, I guess the, we'll probably not have. We'll probably only have the balloons, right? Like the Rockettes won't be dancing. So I don't know, because the thing is, what they've said is that it's going to be basically in t- now. I, in my opinion, it's always place. just made for TV. Mm-hmm. But um, it sounds like. They're like, it's going to be entirely made for TV. It's just going to be like virtual, like kind of, I don't know. So I wonder if they're going to be like, and now we go to Los Angeles for a performance from, I don't yeah. know, Beck. <laughs> I don't know why I said Beck. Um, no, the Thanksgiving that'd be awesome is like for. literally my favorite. I love that. I it's, also it's, just love it's parades. Lo- Big parade girl. Okay, that's weird. Wow. All right. No, no, it's it's not weird. Just you know, it's weird. Dave Campbell's Texas football is proud to honor one team in each classification with a team of the week award. Each uh, each school selected throughout the course of this program exemplifies the best in Texas high school football. Your week thirteen, Dave Campbell's Texas football teams of the week in six A, Pearland Dawson. In a hard-hitting 23-6A slugfest, the Eagles defense stood tall in overtime, and Carter Brown banged through a game-winning field goal as the Eagles polished off a perfect regular season in the second consecutive district championship with a 31-28 win over Alvin Shadow Creek. In 5A, New Braunfels Canyon. Fueled by 338 yards on the ground from Drew Barry and Michael Williford, the Cougars clinched their first playoff berth since 2013 with a thrilling 24-21 win over San Antonio Veterans Memorial. In 4A, Corpus Christi Miller. We'll hear from their coach in just a moment. In a wild shootout, quarterback Andrew Body racked up 567 yards total offense and eight touchdowns. And the Buccaneers' defense made a critical fourth down stop in the final minute as Miller knocked off state-ranked lane passes 54-49. In 3A, Rogers. Christian Riley scored three touchdowns and the Eagles' defense stood tall to beat previously unbeaten Poth 21-20 to move on to the regional semifinals. In 2A, Beckville, Ryan Harris ran for 236 yards and five touchdowns as the Bearcats outlasted previously unbeaten Hearn, 
41-38 to advance to the third round of the playoffs for just the third time in program history. In 1A, Fallette. In an intense Division I showdown, the Panthers came from behind to take down Anton 44-43, earning a spot in the Region 1 final. And finally, in the private school ranks, Lantana Harvest Christian. The Saints brought home their first state championship in program history, toppling Azel Christian 58-44 to win the TCAF six-man Division II title. So those are your Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Matt Stepp was out and about uh, last weekend. Saturday night, he found himself at the, at the spot. Found himself at the place you're supposed to be, which is at at Ferris Stadium in beautiful San Antonio, Texas, to watch a fantastic matchup between Corpus Christi Miller and Lampasas. Afterwards, he caught up with the head coach of the victorious Miller Buccaneers, Coach Justin Evans. Here's Matt Stepp's conversation with Corpus Christi Miller, Coach Justin Evans, here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at Ferris Stadium in San Antonio here at the head coach of the Class 4A Division I Region 4 Area Champion Corpus Christi Miller Bucks, Coach Justin Evans after a, uh, a fun 54-49 win over Lampasas. Coach, uh, first off, congratulations, and how many years did this game take off your life? I felt like the last five minutes, the clock just wasn't moving fast enough. It was that was the longest five minutes of my life. But I'm I'm extremely proud of our kids. You know, Coach Rogers is a class act. I'm uh, he's done a great job with that program. You know, all all year long, the talk has been about your offense, and, and obviously, deservedly so. They put up great numbers. You got a great leader in Andrew Body, quarterback, a lot of playmakers. How, how satisfying for, is it for you as a head coach to see your defense and your team's biggest moment rise up on a fourth and one and stop a, a great player like Ace Whitehead on fourth and one when, with your season on the line? It's got to make you proud as a head coach and, and really be a little bit of vindication for your defense, which I know has gotten uh, some bad press at times this year. You know, unfortunately, our defense has gotten uh, some some bad press. Uh, they, those they work hard every single day, and lots of times when you score quickly, your defense is back on the field quickly. And so sometimes we don't put them in the best way. We didn't punt at all tonight. Uh, uh, well, the one we tried to, but uh, Coach EJ, my defensive coordinator, is a phenomenal guy. He's been with me forever, and you know those guys just continue to work. And so they were able to come up with a huge stop tonight. It was huge. You know, you look out there. It was actually. You know, four or five guys that were on the offense side of the ball that went out on defense to get the stop. People won't realize that you give up, you know, 49 points. But I thought in the first half your defense really played well. You made them really work for their points. They, they didn't hit a lot of big plays on you. They had to really get 12, 13 play drives. I thought your defensive game plan, especially your secondary, uh, keeping Whitehead and that offense bottled up was, was outstanding. What, what, what did you guys do early on to really contain that Badger offense? Well, we knew it was going to be tough. You know, Ace Whitehead is a phenomenal player. He is unbelievable. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to see him anymore uh, ever. Uh, but we just knew that our kids were just going to have to play with reckless abandonment tonight. We knew that we were going to have to keep fighting and fighting, and they were going to get some plays. You know, they're number two team in the state for a reason. So it was just bend but don't break. They were going, we were going to give up some big plays, but we also knew we could make some big plays uh, as well. Defensively, you guys are really cooking. I thought your play calling, you guys were in a real good rhythm in the first half. Uh, Andrew was really dealing uh, in your receivers. I, I, I think Lonnie made a name, name for himself uh, tonight uh, on, on the recruiting scene. What, what makes Lonnie, and I think it's Atkinson, if I'm mispronouncing his name, let me know, but uh, he, what makes him a special player for, for, to be such a young guy that's a sophomore? He's really, he's really dynamic, isn't he? He doesn't know that he's young. <laughs> Lonnie, Lonnie hasn't figured out that he's a sophomore. That kid has a... Uh, 
just an incredible mental psyche to himself. He feels like he nobody can can hold him. He feels like he can go out there and compete with the best of them. You know, he goes out there and plays off and then gets an interception on defense. I mean, the kid, and just to be a sophomore, he's an incredible kid, you know, in the classroom but on the field, and he's just such a humble kid. Let's ask you about your quarterback, now your leader, Andrew Body, in the game and the type you've had to coach him for three years, maybe even four. I mean, he may have been playing varsity as a freshman. He's, I mean, this is my first time seeing him in person, and you can see why he's such a special talent. Uh, for those who, who maybe didn't get a chance to watch the game but listened on the radio or, or, or followed it online, what, what makes Andrew Body such a special player? He's just an incredible kid, you know. Andrew Body, you know, is going to will himself to victory. He's, just, he's a winner. You know, and I hope tonight that a, a bunch of college coaches saw, you know, how great of a player he is. You know, um, shout out to Texas Southern for taking a, a, a chance on him. You know, they seen something great in him. And so, but I mean, he's, you know, he hasn't got the just credit that he's due. The kid is a player. He really is. And he's, he's a warrior. He's a champion. And we're so happy that we get to have him for another week. All right. Final question for you, coach. Uh, big wins late Saturday night. What's the post-game post meal of choice going to be? What, what are you going to grub on? We got Fatty's Burgers coming in here. They're, they're uh, dropping off burgers. So we, our kids ate it after the Alamo Dome last year, and so we're going to have it as we prepare to go to the Dome next week. Congrats on the win. Good luck next week. Enjoy practicing on Thanksgiving Day, and uh, we appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. Thank you so much, Matt, and appreciate everything that you do for Texas high school football. You and Greg Tepper are amazing guys. Appreciate no. you. Boo. Whatever. He was doing great till the end. I he was know. doing great till the end. Ugh. Doing great till the end. No. Can't be giving Coach you Evans, credit. Great dude. We've had him on the show. If you remember, do you you remember we had him on back in March, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Might have even been in the before times. Um, I don't know. It's going to be close on the before times. But anyway, do you remember uh, what he did before he was a football coach? Mm-mm. He's a police. That's the guy who's a police officer. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I forgot about. I actually, I guess we can go ahead and tell people. I actually talked to uh, Coach Evans this morning because this Friday I will be down covering their game against Bernie in San Antonio. Yes, yes. So Good I, yeah. dude. Easy to root for. Um, great win and um, yeah, fantastic uh, to talk with Coach Justin Evans. Appreciate Such his time catching up with Matt Tepper. Yeah. I oh yeah. Well, like I said, let's just lived let's up just... to the hype. Let's just keep running it back as many times as we need to. <laughs> uh, we're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. Please consider becoming Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. So here's, here's my pitch to you today, okay? If you're not yet a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider, not yet a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber, we have a lot of super cool plans for what we want to do to expand our coverage to do super cool things surrounding high school football, surrounding college football, surrounding recruiting in the state of Texas. Uh, we think we've got really super cool ideas. Um, the only way that we're able to do what we do now and the only way that we're able to expand that is with the support of our uh, subscribers. That's plain and simple. That's, that's the way our business model works. You guys, uh, you guys uh, you know, help fund the content and we produce the content. That's kind of the way it works. Um, and so if, if you want to see more of this and especially like it sucks because <laughs> we can just pull out the curtain entirely. I want to say in like January or February, we had an editorial meeting 
and we had like a whole whiteboard of like awesome like super cool like social vi social media videos and this and that and traveling like, around like docu documentary type stuff like yeah we had all these awesome ideas and we still have those awesome ideas and then like the world came crashing down <laughs> so and so yeah i was just like oh man like because i, we had I remember so thinking like much like good content coming of like us going around and hanging out with coaches and like really getting like the fun off season stuff to really get like like what are you eating for the post game meal type of content that everyone loves and then covid said mm -mm. nah it sucks but anyway we still have those awesome ideas and 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 we need your support to make them happen so please consider becoming dave campbell's texas football insider you get two magazines including the recruiting edition which just went to press on friday um, and then you get the, you'll be signed up for the 2021 summer edition be mailed directly to you. And you get all sorts of exclusive online content all throughout the year at texasfootball.com for insiders only. So please consider becoming Dave Campbell's Texas football insider, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Okay. There's my pitch. Dairy Max, Dave Campbell's Texas football proud team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their team. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all is up to the Dave Campbell's Texas football assistant Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year. I, said, I wasn't supposed to say the Dave Campbell's part. Decided season 10. Your Week 13 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. <clears throat> Midland Lee offense coordinator Frank Maldonado. In a rivalry game against Crosstown foe Midland, the Rebels rang up 609 yards total offense to soar past the Bulldogs 63 to 40. Clint Horizon offensive coordinator John Braden Franz. The Scorpions offense exploded for 510 yards rushing and another 150 yards passing in a 70 to 39 romp over El Paso Hanks. Waco La Vega defensive coordinator Jermaine Carpenter. The Pirates defense forced four turnovers and held a stout Wilmer Hutchins offense uh, in route to a 42-7 victory in the 4A Division I area round playoffs. And finally, Malakoff defensive coordinator Brent Watkins. In a showdown of state-ranked powers, the Tigers defense handed Pottsboro its first shutout since 2017 in a dominating 52-0 victory over the Cardinals in the 3A Division I area playoffs. So those are your Week 13 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. Vote now on Twitter at DCTF. Pickle, one of the another games one. that Matt Stepp was Yeah, another one. One of the games that Matt Stepp was at this week uh, was in was involved the Sealy Tigers. Uh, Sealy brought home an impressive uh, victory this week uh, over center in the area round matchups uh, down there. Sealy is through to the regional or division three semifinals in 4A division two. Uh, Matt Sepp caught up with head coach Shane Mobley afterwards. Here's Matt Sepp's conversation with Sealy coach Shane Mobley here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at Waco ISD Stadium here with the head coach of the area round champion Sealy Tigers, Coach Shane Mobley after a 38-7 win over center. Coach, first off, congratulations on the win. Thank you, sir. Uh, it was a huge ball game tonight. Huge, uh, center's a great football team. Uh, our kids, you know, we kind of came out a little sloppy early on and made some mistakes, but defense really stepped it up. Second half caused us some turnovers. Offense made some big plays as well. The story of the game tonight was your defense. I mean, I mean, 
uh, you know, Horace over there is, is a really great runner. That's a Division One running back who's put up a lot of yards. And obviously, you can see his talent. And I'm sure during the week when you guys were watching film, you saw, you know, the kind of plays that he can make. And it probably gave you a few sleepless nights for sure. What was the defensive game plan coming in to contain such a good back? Because I thought your defense was really outstanding tonight. He's scary, scary good. You know, when I was in Seguin a few years back, uh, you know, uh, Malcolm Brown was at Savoia Steel. And I saw a lot of similarities, you know. Uh, the main thing for us up front, we kind of had to go to the three front. Uh, so we worked really, really hard with our nose guard. Playing, you know, our linebackers played off our nose guard. And so that helped tremendously tonight. But defense was, uh, they just got after it, got after the ball. So you mentioned you, you were a little sloppy early on, but I thought in the second half, you found your rhythm a little bit. Uh, your quarterback, uh, Devon, was making some plays, uh, really spreading the ball around to a lot of playmakers. Uh, what would you say about Devon's performance tonight? Kid's unbelievable. Kid is just, you know, he's a sophomore, and he's starting to get a lot, a lot of recognition. There's a lot of people reaching out and, and asking about him and everything else. And so he's, he just takes over the offense, and he goes. You know, he made a couple plays tonight. He was, you know, he could have been out of bounds, stepped out, and he wound up getting in the end zone, I think, twice on two big plays like that. So he is very, 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 very talented young man. A little adversity early on. You know, your special teams, I thought, for the most part, the last three quarters of the game was really, really good. You had some, you, you executed a great onside kick. You had a reverse on the kickoff to get some big yards. But early in the game, the punt didn't kind of went awry, gave them a touchdown, kind of had a butt punt there. Um, how do you feel like your kids responded to that adversity? Because, you know, early on in the playoff game, kids can kind of hang their heads against a good team. I thought your kids battled back really well. What does it say about the character of your ball club? They, these guys, for everything we're going through right now, and then every coach across the state of Texas, across the United States, knows what I'm talking about. And so for these kids to keep fighting and do what they're doing, uh, you know, our special teams have been very, very special this year. We've made some major plays. And it's Texas high school football playoffs. Adversity is going to hit in, uh, you know, set in. The deeper you go, the better the teams are. And they're going to cause issues. And so you've got to be able to ride that wave and overcome. And that's what our kids did tonight. Coach Ponder, his group of young men, he's got, there was so much talent on the field tonight. They're very, very good. And, and so we're very blessed to be where we're at. I just think the defense just kept hitting them. Question for you, Coach. Uh, you're, you're on to the third round. It's a good night. You're, you're, you're in a good mood. What's the what's the post-game meal of choice going to be? What, what's your preferred post-game meal going to be? Oh, last week we kind of did the Dairy Queen brought and everything else, but tonight we're fixing to go sit down and eat with the team. We found a room that we could go in. We could still isolate and everything else, and so we're going to get fed uh, here in Waco. Congratulations on the win. Enjoy it. Uh, good luck in the third round of the playoffs. I guess the Sealy Tigers are uh, practicing on Thanksgiving Day. Thank you. It's such a blessing, and hey, thanks to all everything that you guys do. You know, I know it's, I know it's been crazy for y'all too, as far as representing and, and uh, reporting on us coaches and our teams and everything else. So we do appreciate you as well. There he is, Shane Mobley. I don't know why everybody's so nice to Matt Stop. Like, yeah, he's a big jerk. We all know this. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate that's not true. We appreciate Shane Mobley. Uh, it's stuff. the Thanksgiving yeah, see, spirit. Know, so and, and this is this is kind of weird because like <clears throat> there there this is a generational thing um, that you being a youngster being a pup um, you do not remember when Sealy was like a powerhouse okay they were like a dominant dominant force in texas high school football they were like one of the premier programs in the state of texas and 
but but there is a, there I guarantee you there are people in the comments who are like, yeah, I remember when Sealy was running stuff. Like when they were was incredible. It? Uh, eighties and nineties, I want to say. 90s, okay. Let me pull that up. Um, I can I can let you know. Um, but there was a like there was a time when Sealy was like one of the most dominant forces. Yeah, uh, mid nineties uh, with Coach TJ Mills. Um, they went uh, so ninety so ninety three through ninety seven. They won ten games, sixteen games, sixteen games, fifteen games, sixteen games, and then they won fourteen games in nineteen ninety nine. Like they were a dominant force, and then they they kind of fell on hard times a little bit. You know, kind of struggled a little bit here and there, uh, a year here and there. And I think there was a, a notion like whenever Shane Mobley back in twenty at, in twenty seventeen he left Sweetwater. To go to, to Sealy, and it's a big cross regional move. And I think people were like, "Man, Sweetwater's on the come up. Like, why is he going to Sealy?" But there is this also this generation of people mm-hmm. who remember Sealy was this force, and especially under Coach Mills, that there's a lot of pedigree there. There's a lot of tradition. There's a lot of trophies in that trophy case. Yeah, four and, straight titles, state titles from yeah. '94 to '97. Yeah, so they I mean, and so that's what Coach Mobley was trying to build back there. It's like it the, the foundation's there. Yeah, maybe it's a little dusty, right? You gotta you gotta brush it off a little bit, but it's there. And and so it's it's really interesting that that whenever you talk with like that that's a generational thing. That younger Texas high school football fans and people who cover it probably don't remember when Sealy was this just dominant, dominant force. But like there is a generation who's a little bit older who is just like, oh yeah, no, they were the like the way we talk about Katie and the way we talk about like the Lake Travis, like mm-hmm. we talked about Sealy in that same with Carthage, like we talk about we talk about Sealy. So anyway, we appreciate uh, their third of the third round, and we appreciate Shane Mobley catching up with Matt stuff after the game. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, I think just a reminder here that we will have a show tomorrow, but we will not have a show on Thursday or Friday. Yes. But you can watch tomorrow is our uh, tomorrow is our Thanksgiving spectacular. Uh, I will. I don't know if I mentioned this on the air yesterday, but I will be here again on Friday. Fox told me one more week to be here. Ah, bummer. Um, Yeah. So, but they're coming up and this is, this is inside baseball for you and I, they're going to give me a live view. Instead of doing hey, the, look um, at that. the video conference. That's what I used. So, so yeah. So, I'll, I'll be getting that um, coming up here. They're going to come and set it up in my in my home office. And I have to get Very out of the nice. way. But they're going to have to come and set it up. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Let's find out if Pickle turn on the camera. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Justin Evans of Corpus Christi Miller and Shane Mobley of Sealy for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Ah, Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the Thanksgiving Spectacular on Texas Football Today.